And we are back. Welcome back to Fifth and Dribble. You are sitting here with your boys, Matty B and Locke. What's doing, my guy? How are you? Mate, happy Friday Eve. Happy Friday Eve. It's uh yeah, it's it's upon us. We are we are fueled by alcohol as always on the uh, on the Thursday show. Um yeah, it's because the weekend is just good. so close. So close and it's a long one again. Again. Oh, oh. a couple of long ones. I like this. A couple it's of It's going to be longies. hard to go back to a 5-day working week, let me tell you. Yeah, uh Ella was back at work today after being off with uh, one spicy cough, uh, not a COVID podcast, and um, and she was like, I just, I wasn't used to like schedules and having to eat at a certain time and dealing with people. I was just enjoying, you know, hanging out with you and being in our own little bubble. And I was like, yeah, look, I was enjoying it too, but I'm really enjoying you being back at work as well. So happy days. I'm sure happy you are. Yeah. <laughs> happy days. You should days. hear what he says privately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, as always on the Thursday show, it is the Oval Ball show. So we're going to be covering everything uh, rugby league. First thing is first. Now. I don't want to be one of those guys that comes on a podcast and says, hey, I said this. I called this. This is my fucking thing. However, I said this. I called this. And I'm really hoping that you back me up on this, Lachlan. When news broke, when we were watching the Newcastle Knights-St. George game together. Did we watch that together? What game did we watch together? Where- no, anyway. I don't think we did. Anyway. I don't think we watched it together. Maybe, maybe I just had it on and I messaged you and I said... Oh, I spoke. No, I was speaking to you Monday. This is a roundabout way if I can get into this, but I got, I swear it's worth it, people. Oh, we got there eventually, bro. Is this story going to start? Fuck off. <laughs> so I was speaking to you Monday when you came over for the Spoon Bowl, and I said to you, I was like, I don't know about this Ponga pool deal. I think they're pulling three to offer five or seven. And I was right. Ponga signs a five-year deal in Newcastle. Please back up that I said that. I got no recollection of this, mate. Fuck I'm like, you know I'm that a I said this. Witness. Look, wow. you did call it. I thought it was ridiculous. Then it was a good shout, but I do appreciate your tactics of being a takesman, of just saying the most random shit and eventually some of it happening. Don't dance at a dartboard, baby. Like some of it will stick. Yeah, initially, right, eventually right? some sticks. But no, you did say it. Um, it was kind of one of those feelings where it was like this was either going to go sideways for one or two ways where they offered him too much or they didn't offer him anything. Yeah. But it was a good shout and um, that headlines our Yeah Nah report, doesn't it? That does headline the Yeah Nah report. Oh, I think I've jumped the gun a little bit. I haven't said I haven't said thank you to the lovely people at we the Cup We haven't said Grace, you. mate. Yeah, I, mean, I was waiting for you to say Grace oh, before we man. got stuck in. <sighs> okay, sorry. Let's, let's hold hands. Let's hold hands, heads down. Uh, praise be unto those at the Cover AU. They are doing fantastic things over there on Instagram at the cover au and at the cover.com.au and also praise be on to us at fifth and dribble where the short disciples live and are spoken about now moving on praise be amen praise be amen okay i love it when you quote scripture i love it <laughs> i'm a good little seventh day adventist boy okay i i don't eat seafood i don't eat meat and uh I, there was no tv on today mate there was no tv on today it's sabbath um yeah. all right so yeah Capping off the year nah report, we've already, as I said, we've jumped the gun because I was just, I was too excited to be like, hey guys, I called this, I did it, I promise, I did it, I did it, I did it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Ponga signs a five year deal, 
do you reckon the five year five mil is is worth it? At the moment, no. Ooh. I don't think he's a million dollar player. I don't, and like I know that it gets silly if you go. I don't want to be the dickhead that's like he's not worth a million. He's worth eight hundred k when really two hundred k is like it's nothing, right? Like it's yeah. At that point, it is what it is. Yeah, at that point, it, it is what like two hundred k. You can't really get anyone too flash for that. So the depth that you're getting, you might as well just mm. give it to your best player, right? So exactly. I guess he's worth the meal. Um, it just seems like a lot for yeah. a guy who I wouldn't probably have as like what a top 10 player in the league and probably he, I'd struggle to put him maybe at top five in his position he's probably there but towards the back end mm, yeah like no, if I feel you that. like top top fullbacks you, he'd be behind Teddy Turbo Pap, Turbo Pap. yeah Latrell I feel like Latrell that's, that puts him at fourth at best already right like yeah I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like, yeah, I feel like That's at tough. least, and then you've yeah, got, it just seems- you've got your you've got your more reliable guys and your Dill Edwardses and your, you know, yeah, yeah, Will other, Kennedy's even Will Kennedy's your other young heartthrobbers in Reese Walsh and you know Jaden Campbell and he gets fucking time on the pitch. But yeah, you're right. It's it's tough to put him, you know, in the top five or seven in his own position. However, what I will say is I think it's a bit like when Valentine came back and we offered him a million straight away is that you you pay him for the player that he's that you like know he can become and the growth yeah, that he's that, had in the last this is. 4 years has been tremendous like he's literally the face of Newcastle and and he played one of his best games on the weekend too he did he got me to a fantasy win spoiler alert but um <laughs> it was it was fantastic like not only to see what was on the weekend and what had transpired but like if he can get back into that level of form and it doesn't have to be you know two try assists and a try every week but actively seeking the ball attacking kicks putting himself in the right positions at the right time like it was I understand that you know they've had a few injuries and whatnot and and the halves pairings have never been insane but you know if, if when he's actively seeking the ball I and mean, when he's being aggressive he is the best player on most football fields and you saw that on the weekend like sure it went down in a loss but it was a try on the hooter like you know what i mean it was yeah no, i do i do know what you mean but that's always been his problem right consistency like yeah. if you're paying a million for the guy ponga is on his day then that's that's value i think that's mm. that's value if, if he's uh, if he's had his peak i think a, a million's fine for him but i mean you're right with the paying for who he's going to be like are we going to look back at this in five years and go fuck they got some good value on that one million dollar flat rate yeah. And also, if them doing the longer deal shuts the media up for five years or for four oh, years yeah. about where he's going next, it's, that's worth every penny. Like, because that shit was just getting annoying. And well, did you see they we'll took see. All, the, all the contingencies and the communications out of his contract and stuff like that as yeah. well. So we don't have to yeah. fucking deal with this every year. Yeah, that was silly. And I think Ponga knew he was a bit cheeky doing that the first time. But yeah. <laughs> that's, and I also think he realized the market wasn't out there. I think you, I think clubs are realizing that if I mean the market was there could, could have obviously gone to the Dolphins and I'm sure there were mm. like clubs like the Tigers there, w- there would have been clubs to throw money at him the market yeah. was obviously there yeah. but if you're going to do that you might as well stay with the Knights yeah yeah you might there was as well. no like there's no market there for him to go to like a good team because that's not how the salary cap works you can't yeah. have him making a million yeah. and have an already like great team you know what I mean so yeah. I think he did the right thing by him. The Knights probably did the right thing. I mean, at the end of the day, 
and I know this is more of like a basketball take because of because of trading and the way free agency and the way contracts work there. Mm. I just want the good guy. I'll take the the good guy. Yeah. Yeah, you're Do you know me what I mean? Like, I just take like sometimes I just want the want the the guy who's good on my team. Yeah, like I get that it's a bit of an overpay, but if they don't have him, like Tex Hoy, really is that like? At yeah. least people kind of give a fuck about Ponga and by proxy give a fuck about the Knights. And the fact that, that there was the rumor that they were then going to want and die in Cameron Munster, that was never going to fucking happen. Oh, like, they were never getting Munster. They were never nah. getting Munster. They were never getting Munster. Nah, never. That was like that's. Could, I like Newcastle. I Newcastle's a good part of. A good part of the the world, but yeah, you're not. You're not yeah, going I for premiership winning to the monster in a knight's jersey. It looks so weird, <laughs> bro. Seeing the milf in a knight's jersey is weird enough. Let alone bro, that's, that's actually. I mean, maybe we'll touch on that when we get to the knights, but I don't mind that. It's a decent little pickup. Mm, yeah, it's not. It's not too bad. Um, I did. I was watching. I don't know why I do this to myself, but I was watching NRL 360 earlier, right, and there was yeah. this. You're a fool. Yeah, I am a fool. There was this really. They were having this really like funny discussion about you know paying Munster a million or paying Ponga a million, and who is the better player by proxy? Because Munster had, like in his career, has had Kronk and Slater and Smith and Hughes and Pappenhausen and Ponga has had question mark. So, like, they were making the argument that Ponga is more talented Can I guess, and can a I guess that Braith was making the argument for Munster? Braith was actually being quiet. It was between Kenty and Do you know why Braith was being quiet? Why? Do you know why Braith was being quiet? Because Braith is Munster's agent. Oh, is he? I didn't know yeah. that. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, Braith, Braith is Munster's agent now. Yeah. Wow. That is why Braith you, was. Braith. Uh, Braith has got fingers in all kinds of pies. Good on you, Braith. Yeah. Until he starts fucking. Until he basically he's out there some weeks basically begging the Dolphins to sign Munster. Oh right. He's okay. Bro, that show is peak tampering. I can't wait yeah. for the NBA to start doing shit like that. Like like Charles Barkley reps like I don't know like Ja Moran or something, and he's out yeah. there tampering on TNT. <laughs> like that's, you know who it's you know who crazy. Be great on my Phoenix Suns, Ja yeah. Morant. <laughs> you need to go get yourself someone like Ja Morant. Maybe I'm thinking four five to years, fifty yeah. million. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we, we we definitely won't take four. He definitely won't take four. I think five. My mind is telling me maybe hypothetically he'd want five. Like just <laughs> it would just be fucking straight up every So bro. let's be real. Let's you know, be real. That five is like he's got he's got Ernie counting for him. But God, that's, uh, <laughs> with that debate. I still take uh, Munster any day of the week. I think oh, Mun- bro, Munster led that Queensland side against a stack fucking running on fumes and yeah. Wayne Bennett's, I don't know, ball dust. They got into <laughs> it and uh, beat New South Wales by Munster. And Munster's been on fire this entire year. Well, you like know what they say. He's, yeah. Traditionally, ball dust is more powerful than pixie dust. So the fact that Wayne Bennett's ball dust was sprinkled over that uh, crop of Queensland boys, then, you know, good on him. Good on him. I think that's all he's got left in him, to be honest with you. He's getting that old. Well, yeah. But <laughs> what's that? Three more three more years at uh, the Dolphins, not Redcliffe. I mean, not yeah, Columbus, the not Dolphins, Redcliffe, nah. the Fish. Nice place in the world, though. The, yeah, just like Vodafone. Um, <laughs> right, but, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, look, you and me both. I'm taking Munster as well. Um, he is going to get a bag and maybe some bags to celebrate. Him, I'm fine for a million. 
I'm fine yeah. for a million. Hell yeah, he's a million dollar player. You look at the million dollar players these Especially days, but it's I, like it's like who is it? It's Cleary, Hunt, uh, Daily Cherry Evans, Val Holmes, and then I think Lolo is very close to being up there. Like if it's not this year, then it's next year. His like million starts to kick in. Yeah, but I mean, obviously the salary cap's gone. Like I still remember when we were kids. Like 800k was like holy shit. That dude makes 800k. Like yeah. Yeah. It's, the salary cap goes up and that's what's going to happen. These top-end guys are going to get more. Like in a few years, 1.5 will be like Nathan. I mean, if he didn't have that ratchet clause to to move everything up as he as the salary cap got bigger, he yeah. could be on 1.3 now. And in five, at the end of that deal, we're like, fuck, he was kind of underpaid on the back end of that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's that's what's end up going to be, and I guess you want to see. I'd you'd almost rather kind of some of that money go to the lower tier guys, but that's not what's going to happen. They're going to use that that war chest to to bring in the top guys for sure, for sure. And I think there's a few that could be on a mill if they had really pushed it. I think mm. someone like Tommy could have probably secured himself a mill. Latrell probably could have yeah. bagged himself a mill. Yeah, um, I think there's a few out there as well that probably could have gotten close. Joey Manu, if he didn't play center, would be pretty close, I think. If he played a more vital spine role, he would definitely be a million-dollar player. You know what? I I believe that maybe he'd have to take a one- or two-year 800K deal and then get on to that million. I think it's a big step up for whatever he's on to play center, but I think he he does have that. That's a good shout, actually. I think him, Teddy as well, is probably like probably bag a meal. But, I mean, mean, you can – like fullbacks and halves, you can kind of throw that at, but anybody else in the – in, Do you reckon a hooker? Yeah, you someone like Harry hooker. Grant is worth like a mil. Not now, but I think I think now that Pong has got a deal what? like this, I think you could see someone like yeah. Would you pay Harry would you Grant? Pay Grant a de- would you pay Grant a deal like if you didn't have all the other storm bullshit of I got to worry about Munster, I got to worry about Hughes, I got to worry about Pab. If you were just like I need to go sign it, I want to go long, get Harry how Grant. How long do I get him? Harry how long do I get him for? But same as Pong, a five year, a mil each year. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't I'd go do that. up. It doesn't. I would do that. Yeah, I'd do that for a mil for sure. For sure, I'd do that for a mil. He's a he's a top two hooker in the league. He just plays for other hooker. Brendan Smith. Yeah, I do it for I do it for the cheese as well. I do it for I do it for cheese more than I would Grant. I think I would do. Yeah, well, I mean, cheese like, uh, and we've said this a million times, and and every other bloody podcast says it too. So good good luck to him. But cheese does so much more for you. Like he's able to play prop, play lock, play. Uh, hooker, all at Dally M levels. Whereas, like yeah. Grant, Grant is obviously like he's he's trained as a hooker his entire life. You could probably well, think, throw him into some five eights. Like has missed a lot of time to Grant, which mm. I'm not doesn't fill you with confidence. But yeah, I think I'm just curious about hooker because it's not like you never really see the top hookers. Like Cam Smith wouldn't have been there. Obviously, he was getting paid under the table because we all know how that went. Yeah. I mean, his actual contract <laughs> wasn't close to that amount, and he's pretty like. Like, I mean, you can look at other guys like Joey and Thurston and stuff. Like, Thurston probably should have gotten closer. Joey played too early. The salary cap wouldn't have allowed a million dollars. Like, Thurston, I guess, towards the end, they were just like, fuck, we can't really do this. Well, I'm pretty sure that was pretty under the table as well, a lot of his stuff. So, yeah, happens with the the goats. Happens with the goats. Um, I can't imagine how much dirty money is the clear is getting paid. Mm. I cannot imagine like <laughs> the GYG Penrith sponsorship deals and whatnot. Uh, the uh, yeah, I cannot imagine stuff. the TPAs though. Those because there's a coaching salary cap too, so they can only limit Ivan to a certain amount. Yeah, but just fuck me. There's some sideways stuff going on there. Like it's well, I wonder if there's a contingency in there that like 
Nathan, yeah, here's here's a check for one point one, but really four hundred k. That's for your dad because we can only offer him like three hundred k. And that like that keeps the, the way. no, Ivan, no you know what I, no, but you know Ivan, what I mean. Like yeah, keeps the yeah, keeps yeah, the family yeah. happy, right? Yeah, be like so, the Morris twins and get paid in the same bank account. Yeah, yeah, and and it, look, it doesn't just happen in our role. I guarantee, I guarantee that Dirk Nowitzki toward the end of his career was getting that as well because he was taking mad pay cuts to like to let high level talent come into Dallas and stuff like that. Ever since like two thousand twelve. Well, now 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 and teams it, like the Roosters and the like Storm NBA pay cuts. Do it. Like I'm not talking real pay cuts. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they're still fucking making fifty mil a year. So he's yeah. all right. He's <laughs> um, okay. Dirk, <laughs> Dirk was handled with hands. Yes, he was. Um, but even now, like teams like the Roosters and teams like the Storm, are just even South is openly like, yeah, jobs for the boys once you're done. Yeah, and exactly. I mean that was a bit. Brendan Smith said that was a bit. It's a bit shade, but I mean, what can you do? I mean, other teams need to get better about it. Teams with like a solid community presence. Teams like the Broncos. I think like the Cowboys, Penrith, the Eels could do this like the mm. dragons down in the gong like yeah. they, they could set up these guys as ambassadors and do that and get them into schools mm. and stuff mm. and pay them after why not fuck it definitely why not and not only that but like these guys like have have played for your team for what 10 12 15 years they're masterminds of the game as well like the advantage of having the morris twins out there running fucking drinks to the boys mm. is Second to none. Like someone, they've been in the system. I saw so... someone cooked on the weekend who was a water boy. I can't remember who it was. I Robbie saw Farrell obviously I'm... runs out for the Tigers. Like, you know, you've John, got all John these... Sutton is the scariest water boy you've ever seen. Yeah, exactly. Like, you've got all these guys that have tremendous rugby league minds. Like, why are you not – like, why would you not use them? So, like, I, I agree. Like, more teams – more teams certainly should do it. And you had fucking one nut Pete Wallace doing it for ages too. I think does Mate, he still Peter do it? Wallace is out there. He's co- he's think he's he no, nah, he's coaching the under twenty. He's no he's coaching oh, the Queens, uh, the New South Wales Cup team. Yeah. Yeah, he's coaching. Yeah. So they, they rate him as a bit of an assistant. But I mean, speaking of like for the older players, do you reckon as players get more tenured with a team, right? So maybe after five years with a mm. team, or say seven, right? Say you get mm. to seven, because five is probably you spend two year, two maybe three years in Reggie's and a couple of years, and that you get to five pretty quick. Yeah. Um, but what if you get to like seven years, and then you get to ten years, and you get like salary cap dispensation, or like get some get get them cheaper? Yeah. As they're like become more tenured with your club. So you don't get guys getting to the end who kind yeah. of get forced out. Maybe, but then you, I think you'd have to run other incentives just like, you know, low percentage stakes in the club and stuff like that. Like if you think of – like you think of all those para blokes that uh, – especially in the in the earlier days of the NRL when you had to have a job on the side and it was just a game kind of thing, that I think that kind of thing would be cooked. But if – yeah, if you introduced it did now, I tell you? I told you I was watching – yeah. No, keep going, keep going. Well, you broke it. Well, sorry, we are having some technical mm. difficulties. Um, when it was the grand final week, they were showing old grand finals, right? And there was one mm. game from the 90s, like early 90s, and I had the guys lined up like in their positions, and then I had their day jobs next to them. Oh, really? <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, it was hilarious. They're, you imagine yeah, if they did that like with the teachers, uh, like a 
did that with the Roosters last year. And you got your fucking shoe salesman and your and your brickie. <laughs> you just got the shoe salesman, and there was a brickie running around. There was yeah, they're the tradies. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that was a that was a beautifully long tangent. I love that. Let's uh, let's get back to the year now report. Um, does Brooks at five eight slash hooker work? Because obviously Jake Simpkin went off with an injury. Um, we're going to talk about the spoon ball as we go. But um, Brooks at the six, it it kind of worked. I mean, they got the W. That's the that's the end goal, right? Yeah. I mean, it was okay. I think a fun fact was that this is the least amount. Well, sorry, before he went into dummy half and touched the ball every tackle, mm-hmm. Brooks was on track to touch the ball the least since 2019. Oh, wow. So I don't know if that's like got something to do with them winning. Um, I don't think the numbers on the back really fucking matter. Like they could nah. like Hastings could have had six, Brooks could have had seven, and they just said to Brooks like stay on the right. Like they played the same side of the field yeah. like, that they normally play. And it's like, Brooks, just fucking hang on that side of the field. Let Jackson get out do of his way. fucking thing. Let Jackson do his thing. Like, at nine was okay. Like, maybe that's yeah. something now explore when um, when Dewey comes back. Mm. Yeah, that I, could be I, interesting. If they go Dewey and Hastings in the halves, Brooks is a hooker, and then they use Simpkin um, off the bench maybe, and then they've mm. got some halves cover there. And if they're losing outside back – Dewey can do that and I Brooks to the halves. I like, wow. Yeah, I think that makes it interesting because Brooks, the Brooks, I mean, up until now, I would have been like, Dewey comes back and Brooks has just fucking dropped. Yeah, latest. But now it's kind of like, oh, maybe we can put him into there and put him into the nine and make make some use out of him. He's, he's low to the ground. It's easy for him to get to the ball. Or play him, play him at 14, you know. Then you've got then you've got a guy that can fill in your entire, you know, six, seven, yeah, uh, I, I don't nine. mind him. I don't mind if you start him and you've got like an electric hooker off the bench, mm. and he plays the first. I don't know half hour. Someone comes mm. on, maybe finishes the game. I don't know, and just have a hooker come off and just and just run and attack, and he can kind of be a set low hooker. And if you lose someone, as you said, he's got some utility value there. And between him and Dewey, they can cover the back line and the and the spine pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, yeah, look, it kind of worked. Uh, as I said, they got the W. That's uh, that's all that matters at the end of the day. They didn't really. look bad. They, they, no, looked, they, looked good. they looked as good as you can look, I guess. Well, they looked the best that they've looked all year. So Yeah, yeah. That's, and, I mean, that's saying something. Um, on the back of this, though, Parra can physically not win the comp now. No, I think it's illegal for them to win the comp. If it you lose illegal. to the Tigers this year, now I've said that Penrith are going to fucking lose to them during Origin again, <laughs> you cannot win the comp. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's yeah tough to be a para fan this week, and we were giving it to uh-huh. the show, Andy. We were fucking giving yeah. it to him. He Who went to the, the game. game. He went to the game. He saw the field goal live. Like it would have been tough to be Andy on that day. Um, yeah, it's. I think he ended up losing in fantasy by like two points as well, yeah. which is toughies. Big toughies for him. It was. He had a bad weekend. We had a great weekend because Para won. Uh, sorry, Para didn't win. Para so that was lost. nice. Yeah. Um, and we were sitting there. We watched this together and we were like, God, this is like our two enemies fucking. This is like our Avengers. Like yeah. our enemies like coming together in the Eels and the Western Australian Tigers. And then we were both like, I hope they, I hope they both lose. Yeah. Like, I, hope they, I hope they tie because then it's like the Tigers don't get a win and the Eels didn't beat the Tigers. Yeah. Like that would have been perfect. But I mean, that the field been- goal for from uh, from Jackson Hastings, um, king of the dickheads, Jackson Hastings gets the field goal and um, 
was it was incredible in the post game. He was fantastic. Yeah, he was. Great. I, I actually do rate. I do rate Hastings, and he kind of he had Luke Brooks's back, which I like to see. Um, seems mm. to come back really like a like he's twice the player he was when, when he, he left. left. Yeah, and he sure. seems like twice the bloke he was when he left. He seems fed. For sure, and it wouldn't the, surprise that me. That trip if, humbled him for sure. And I think it's I think it did too. And he's talked about it. Like when he went there, he didn't go to some big club. He went to Salford, who were like mm. the Tigers of the Super League. Like, and that's and to oh, leave so them how to, he did. He's used to playing for he's, mediocrity. Good. Yeah, he. Trust me, South, yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Except living in Sydney, living in the north of England. Um, Damn. And, Tough. yeah, no, he came back. He was great. I, I think he, he and Dewey will be great leaders for this team. I just don't think they're probably, they probably don't win again this year. Maybe when they play the Docks. Oh, wow. <laughs> I think, wow, is, I think this is you everything think, they had. Think this I put, is, I think they, you don't think this is like a nah, sign of something is, to come? This is the peak, bro. <laughs> they put everything. They, they put everything into this. Like they celebrated like they won the 2015 Grand Final, man. They put everything into this and like they celebrated like the Timberwolves getting into the playoffs. Fucking yeah, hell, exactly, exactly, bro. This this was the epitome of like that meme where the guy's spraying champagne, but he's like come third. That's yeah. like what this was, except yeah. they're coming last. Like it was second last. I don't now. think they get a. Still second last. I don't think they get another dub after this. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, and Madge's seat is still pretty hot. I think. Uh, I don't think this extinguishes it all that much. However, um, there's a few hot seats going around. I, th- Trent I Barrett think probably as well. I think Ricky it ex- Stewart. I think it extinguishes it more than what a one point win should probably do. Yeah, like I, th- I think, unfortunately, like for for the Tigers' long term health, like a loss probably would have been good there because Madge might, like, if they got towed up, like everyone thought, Madge might not be the coach still. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. Fucking is what it is. I'm happy to watch this team just fucking lose all the time. I don't care. I like. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care either. You know what else I'm happy to watch? Like, I like, I like, I like literally like three guys on this team. That's it. Yeah. But do you, my friend, know what else I'm happy to watch? What are you happy to watch? I'm happy to watch boys being boys and dickheads being dickheads. And Zach Lomax jumping all over Tyson Frizzell <laughs> and Tyson Frizzell then suplexing him into funny. the ground. And then David Clemmer coming up at the end of the game and he's like, you ever do that to one of my boys again, I will fuck you up. I will fuck you can up. I, can I tell you, Zach Lomax did not want a bar of David Clemmer. Bro. <laughs> he got, that he man got has a mangier beard than me. Like it's wispy and that, it is scary. Uh, that He was – he just like Moses Suli had to come over there and did the oh, like pr- props on Moses. He was he was out there tapping the head of Clemmer, like having a chat. And I was like, "Fuck, bro, you boys, that's the big that's the big dog." Yeah, but it was nice to see from Clemmer. Someone give a fuck. Like, I don't know what Lomax and Frizzell's relationship is like. Apparently, they're boys. Okay. Apparently they're like, they're they're like best friends. They're like they best played friends. together. They played yeah. together for years. I don't. Yeah. I don't blame them. And it's like. I always love after the game um, when you see like guys chatting and you're like, how the fuck do you know each other? Like, how yeah. are you guys friends? Yeah. Like, yeah. you see him like not just the, the, oh, hey, how you doing? Like, when they're having like the deep chats, like yeah. you, you'd see guys like- You see it in the NBA fuck, and then it comes know, out and they're like, like AAU boys like in under 12. Yeah, exactly. And like, and like in here fuck? as well, you're like- yeah. Like, that's like when you see Toby Rudolph talking to all the Queenslanders. It's like, oh, well, he played- 
juniors for fucking Redcliffe. Like he yeah, he's, yeah. knows them all. Like, knows all and, like and you see like Josh Jackson and Fanukin chatting for ages, and you're like, oh, okay, because they played on the dogs together mm, like mm. five years ago. Ten, yeah. Close to 10 now. Fuck um, it, no. But yeah, it's always interesting that. And those guys are obviously, yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> and those guys are obviously boys. It's just boys being boys. I mean, that is one of the definitions of fuck around and find out. Lomax yeah. fuck oh. around. Lomax he, found out. He found out. <laughs> oh, bro, he found out what the, what the ground tasted like. You can you can pinpoint it actually when Frazil is throwing him over his shoulder. There's actually this look of on Lomax's face like, oh, fuck, here we go again. Like I'm getting ragdolled right like, now. Lomax is, a, Lomax is like not a small – he's like a large human. Yeah. He is airborne for far too long <laughs> yes. for a large human. Like, Frazil is a monster. <laughs> And I mean, I don't know. I, I saw a report that Lomax reached out to Frizzell and Frizzell kind of brushed him. And you'd be dirty after losing like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the the great the the fine that he copped, it's fine. I don't care. Like it is what it, it is. is what it fine is. him boys to say, boys, you know, the, the the unofficial don't don't do this again, fellas. But who gives a fuck? It's just money and yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It just it, it didn't seem malicious. He just jumped, and like we we laugh at this all the time when the guy gets caught in the huddle. It's always one of the yeah. funniest things, and when oh, he gets exactly. caught in a celebration, it's, exactly. I, I didn't even like. I obviously didn't mind it when Penrith did it to Tarpany last year, and that caused a big thing. And yeah, there yeah. seems there seems to be a lot less blowback from a white guy doing it. <sighs> Oh, seems to be a, a little bit, bit, bit of controversy. Bit, I'm here. just saying. I feel like yeah, Zach Lomax didn't get the thug and arrogant and and you know and some some comments that could be taken in a certain mm. way. He didn't get any of those. I just, but yes. I mean those old those old white men always talk that shit, don't they? Like they they definitely do. I did talk think it was funny. Shit. It was like a week of that. Like yeah, uh, I think I think. Probably like going back to that week, we were probably like a day away from them dissecting one four videos, like on, oh, yeah. on NRL three hundred and sixty. Yeah, it was. Like, yeah. They were they were not into it, but Lomax does it, and it's boys will be boys. It is what boys it is. But boys. I mean, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was, I was worried it. that um, after the spoon bowl. On Monday, I was worried that all the boys saying that they were going to go get a beer, that that was going to be like the next headline on NRL 360. Like, oh, West Tigers yeah. players out too late having a beer celebrating victory. Like, fuck yeah, off. The, let them the I fucking line. <laughs> let the boys drink. Bro, after that win, let them drink the rest of the season. Who cares? Yeah. They got their win. They beat the Eels. And as, as someone whose team is a rival of the Eels, if we only win one game a year, I want it to be the Eels. Yeah. I don't care. I want it to be the Eels at Para. I don't care. Like, if Penrith ever go back to being like really really shit yeah I, we only win one maybe two games a year I want it to be against para at para that we win yeah as someone who is a rival purely to Parramatta I want that as well for my Cowboys that's <laughs> yeah. all I want <laughs> your team is not you yourself you yourself so, you, me myself like I the team the team doesn't have a photo of an eel up in there with like throwing darts at it it's just me it's just me <laughs> just and, you and I'm the number one fan so you know do, do well by me and I'll do well by you. Uh, speaking of the Cowboys, ex-Cowboy, Tamari Martin has been named. He's back. Ex-Panther, Tamari Ex-Panther. He's, it's something like, uh, I think I read like 1,500 
1,500 days or 2,500 days or something that since he's been back in the NRL. He's been named in the side after his uh, – it was a heart issue, I believe. Uh, brain bleed. Brain bleed. Brain bleed. I knew I mean, it was something I mean, people say big. the brain is the heart of the head, so I don't think you're the, too far off. Look, I, I have also heard that the brain is the heart of the head um, and the heart is the brain of the chest. So, you know, they're interchangeable. Ooh, it, I like it is that. what it is. Have you trademarked that? You should, we should do something we'll with that. Put that, that shit on know. a shirt. Put that shit on a shirt. Uh, tomorrow coming back, I don't think it changes too much for the Broncos. However, it will be good to see him out there. Seems strange. Like Seems I love, strange. I, lo- I love Tamari. I I liked him at Penrith. I thought he was going to be a long term number six there till he fucked um, Sally Fitzgibbon, who was alleg- <laughs> allegedly fucked, who was with Trent Marin at the time. Allegedly. Um, allegedly, 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 allegedly did that shit. Um, <laughs> and then he moved to the Cowboys. <laughs> And he looked good with the cows. He looked great. Fuck, he looked, he looked so fantastic. good with the It was a shame bro. he had to retire at 23. He was Kim supposed to be the future with Morgs. Like, it was supposed to and be he dead hasn't, in the halves. He hasn't played fullback, really, even in cup. That's my concern. Like, it seems yeah. like the Broncos are doing this to be like, hey, we got Tamari Martin here. Like, it's bums and seats how, football. How That's what it we, is. Yeah, where it's like the smart thing to do would be to probably move Herbie or Cobo to... Put Cobo the, in the fullback the full and then throw Jordan Pereira out there. Yeah, or even I, I don't know if Cobo's ready for fullback yet. He's going to drop a lot of Burton bombs if he's up fullback. But even if mm. they move Herbie, you've got Branko Lee. Yeah, like to come in. Yeah, um, they've got the depth. It just seemed like a like a stab in the dark to get him. Yeah, I have a feeling he'll play six at some point this year too. Actually, Tamari. Yeah, I think you'll get a shot at both. Probably. At least Probably. it's only against the dogs. Like, I thought with, I would be more I thought with Kelly. I thought with the one game suspension to Kelly, he might get a he might get a sniff there. But I mean, Walters obviously earned his spot. But yeah, yeah. What well, Gamble's playing this week? Now, ah, good on him. Gamble, it's Gamble in. I think it was Gamble actually. I can't remember. We'll- All right, hello, hello. Is this thing on? Is this thing on? Okay, I think. Look, I think we're back. I think we're back. All right, and we are back, are we as back? I say. Yeah, we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Um, you may hear a little bit of a, uh, a difference, uh, uh, as always. And as we said on the Tuesday show, technical difficulties. So... Happens to the best of us. Does happen to the best of us. Uh, but you know what? With movie magic, that whole, what, half an hour ordeal, they're not going to know anything about it. It's going to be 30 seconds. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be a little, little transition. Sometimes to me, 30 Sweet. seconds feels like half an hour. Uh, yeah, and then I'm does. told, in fact, that no, you only lasted half an hour. You only lasted 30 seconds. Oh, I wish I was told I was only yeah. half an hour. Sometimes I wish I was lasting 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to team of the week. I think we're talking about tomorrow, Martin, but we were. To, but I mean, we've got. All, all we'll say is wish him the best of luck. We love you, Tamari. Let's get it done. Let's get it done. All right, team of the week. I'm going to fly through it, starting with our captain, Kalen Ponga. The five-year man, uh, Taylor May, making his fourth appearance on Team of the Week. In a row, fourth consecutive. In a row, yep. And the other wing, David Nofaluma. Val Holmes and Sifa Talakai are in at the centers. Cam Munster and Nathan Cleary are your halves. Alex Twall, the bench man, is a prop with James Fisher-Harris. Cook is the hooker. Olakawatu and Scotty Sorensen are the second row guys. And Jason Taumalolo is the lock 
for today. How do, we, how do we feel about this, bruh? I like this too. I mean, I help creators. Of course, I like it. This seems to be the pretty, the pretty standard team across the board. I mean, I've seen some differences in JFH and Olakawa too. Um, May hasn't been in a few. Been Ronaldo, but we we value we value teams that get the W. I mean, if you look at our teams of the week, there are guys on losing sides, but there's not many. There's only one or there's only games. one or two. There, there may be a third. Like on this, like Ponga of his captaining from a losing side is 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 a good effort. That is a good effort. Um, Actually, we have a we have a couple this week. We have Ponga, Talakai, Nofa, and Nofa won. Oh yeah, Nofa and twelve. The force a habit. Yeah, force a habit. Yeah, my bad. Uh, I always assume oh, they lost too. Yeah, that's on me. <laughs> that is a Freudian Sorry, slip, boys. my friend. Yeah, we've only got two. <laughs> we have two losers on this team. We have, yeah. in fact, yeah, that is it. Yeah, and see for Talakai was a. Uh, was a weapon, and so was well, Kalaponga. And so was Kalaponga. And it was, yeah. you can't, yeah, at some point you just got to reward the guys that did lose. But for those at home, we are keeping track of our team of the weeks because that's what we do. We're like fucking professionals at this, bro. Behind like, the scenes, bro. We are out here grafting and grinding. So we keep track of them. And what we're going to do is year end, we are going to choose our team of the year anyway. Um, regardless of previous weeks, we're going to choose who we think the best 13 is each. We're mm-hmm. going to compare that. And we're also going to show our collated team of the year. Yes. It's going to be who's got the most. So, I mean, we've touched on Taylor May four weeks in a row on that wing. That's going to be hard to top. But if someone that comes is... out and has a few good weeks and strings them together, if he misses a few, can get, like we've had a new fullback every week. Yeah, I was about to say, I can tell you right now, we we don't have a fullback and we don't have a secondary prop because the secondary prop changes every week as well. So it's, yeah, it's going to be fun. I look yeah, it will it. be. I, I do look, we've got a nice little pretty spreadsheet there. It's all happening. We, uh, we're doing what we do. Look, we do what we can and uh, we can what we do. That's exactly. all I can say. And if we can't, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Exactly. So let's get to the Friday footy tip off uh, 4-3 still. Uh, we both tip the winner. It was pretty self-explanatory this week. You know, the bunnies were going to get up. And fantasy update, long live the king. Lock, five and one. Welcome back from your resurrection. I, you are, I, you're basically Jesus. I you believe. Well, I, did, I did rise on Easter weekend. So, I mean, I'll let you guys make the comparisons there. I won't uh, <laughs> I won't speak out of turn. That's not what Jesus would do. I, um, I have also seen him walk on water, ladies and gentlemen. So. The, uh, yeah, yeah. The, um, the reports of the king being dead are extremely exaggerated. <laughs> the king's never been dead. The king was napping. The king is now awake. And the king is ready to rule and do king shit. He's live and well. Um, Low-key, low though, I'd much rather be the prince than I would be the king because the king got to actually do stuff. The prince, yeah. you just get to, like, chat to the honeys and tell them I'm going to be king. Well, you know what? The prince in Matty B. Raps is uh, three and three. So mm. honeys aren't three coming. and three. Princes honeys aren't three and three. No, That's no, no, a very, like, you'd be, you'd maybe, this, maybe be a stable boy at three <laughs> and three. I'd be a good-looking stable boy, but. You'd, you, I don't know. I think, I think you're verging on. I think two and... <laughs> I think, I think when you start getting in the two in territory, you're that you're that poor geezer that's emptying the uh, the bedpans. You know what? Then, you know what? I think you're wrong. I think I'm a noble. Three is not princely. Three three is not princely. You can miss. No, okay, I won't be a prince. That's fine. I'm a noble cowboy. You know what? Through and through, my boys are three and three. 
I'm three I'll, and three. I will meet you in the middle. You could be a noble steed of somebody who is important. Oh, you could be their horse. I'm not someone ride me. It's not happening. <laughs> that is not happening. You right. could, uh, nah, as I'm much as you cowboy. wanted to, it might not happen. Maybe I'm a noble cowboy. You're still a horse. Yeah, if, if, right. if you can get to over 500, I'll let you be a human. All right. Thank you. But, thank uh, you. As we started the segment, long, long, live, long live the king and the king shall live on. Uh, fuck the king. Fuck the king. <laughs> All right. Let's get to the footy reviews again. Just like last week, we're going to do sprinkling reviews, a sprinkling of previews, and we're going to do a sprinkling of getting the fuck out of here. So, well, don't forget the sprinkle of Uncle Wayne's ball dust as well. We did touch on how potent that was. That could be, uh, that could be the key. Well, you know what? I think, I think Toddy Payton, he clearly doesn't have like hair. Right, so he's not sprinkling dandruff. Ah, uh, he's the one boys. of your people. However, <laughs> however, he might have a little ball dust about him as well because I was in frostbitten Canberra on Thursday, and we were down twelve nil. And lovely, lovely partner of the podcast, Ella, turned to me and said, "I'm very cold." Can we please go back to the hotel room? And I'm like, there is no way I'm leaving at halftime. She wanted the halftime scoot. I was like, are you kidding me? She's like, are we like, are are they going to lose by more? And I was like, no, they're not going to lose because it is the Canberra Raiders, AKA the Canberra Faders, AKA faded left, right and center on my Cowboys because the young throbbers came out in not so young Valentine Holmes, very young Jeremiah Nanai, not so young Vinny Chase, aka Chad Townsend. Do your own research on what is Vinny Chase, and put this Raiders team away and won eighteen to twelve. And Lukey scored seeing, as well. Luke, I know Lukey scored. I was getting there. <laughs> Did I ruin your build? No, that's all right. But seeing, I don't like being edged. Seeing don't these edge young Cowboys play with grit and passion and fight is one of the most amazing things to ever see. It's it's fantastic. Again, it's the Raiders and and there's only so much shtick that you can give to it. But Cowboys last year rolled over in this game. Like they they didn't they didn't come back. They didn't build pressure on defense. They didn't just get to sets and then force line goal dropouts. Like they tried for hero ball and like we were we were the Raiders basically, like just trying to go for that home run pass and that home run play when all you needed to do is just get a repeat set and the pressure would build and you would score a try. And that is what the Cowboys have done. And it's beautiful to see. It's top eight football. We're in the top eight. I'll repeat it again for those in the back. We're in the top eight. I think it's going to be hard to get us out of the top eight. I think we're going to be competing with those of the Warriors like and um like because because six is solidified you may have a bit of a you know seven eight nine debate but i think it's going to be close and i think the cowboys are going to be in the conversation and i said to you earlier this year if we finished 11th i'd be happy well fuck me i'm grinning from ear to fucking ear right now ear to fucking ear all right edging over you may release and finish take a deep breath I'll get the cold shower ready for you. Um, I mean, the Cowboys played well. The fade, the fade is all. It always kind of felt like a fade, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Like a Thursday night in Canberra over a team you should theoretically like beat. Um, and yeah, they just didn't. They didn't. Mm. They started off strong, like a little bit of a mix up there. Put Starling over early, and I think Rapana went over for the second. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Rapana went over not long after. <laughs> Then it was a slog. That that bit in between was a slog. I'm not going to lie to you. It was hard. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, I'm sure it wasn't great to watch on the TV, but it, it was wasn't great. But I mean, while you were there. the Cowboys look good, and it's like nobody played like. I mean, Val Holmes and Lukey played well. Even Tom Gilbert off the bench, I didn't mind. Mm. But nobody played at like this, like ten or eleven level. Everybody was a pretty consistent, like eight. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they, they were all just above average, and I mean that's what that's the difference between the good teams and the bad teams, right? Like the good teams yeah. always play at that level, and they have the few guys who play at the ten. Yeah. Whereas, day as you mentioned, days previous, Cowboys are always everyone's trying to play to ten, right? Everyone's trying to do it. Mm. This week they just went through and they trusted their system. They went through the process. They ran their shapes. They ran their plays. Got to their positions. And it paid off for him. Won the fucking football game. And that's all they that did matters. win the football game. They did. And that is all that matters. Um, mm. The Raiders, though, there is some shonky shit going on down there in Canberra. There is some very shonky shit. We have spoken off air to our brethren at the cover, Liam. He is a, he's a deep, deep Raiders fan. And I feel for him. I really do feel for him because it's, it would be tough to be a Raiders fan right now because there's just so much turmoil and question marks and, you know, what's going to happen here, there, and everywhere. And and there's confusion in the town that, you know, why have we held on to Ricky Stewart? However, Ricky Stewart is such a legendary player in Canberra Colours, like this, that, and the other. So it's, yeah, there's a the lot Z- going the on. The Xavier Savage thing's a strange one too, there's, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, there's that. And like, and I back Ricky backing himself in that. in the t- like, I, and, and you'd love to see Savage out there, but the, the runs on the board are going to shine through. Like Chance wasn't a world beater, but Xavier Savage was the reason that we scored that last try. Yeah, he but sh- I mean, he shouldn't have been thrown if, out of bounds. He shouldn't if, be stepping off his left foot going. But he's young, line. and I mean, you, you deal with that, right? Like, like if that's the way Stuart feels, right? Where he he if he firmly believes that X shouldn't be in the squad because he doesn't have the experience. He's going to make a silly play, and he's he's mm. he just needs some time in reserve. Okay. Why is he then named on the wing? This week. And why is chart like you have two fullbacks in your team, neither of them are playing fullback. Mm. You have mm. one on the wing and you have chance at 14 with Rapana at fullback. Yeah, like the fear boner. Yeah, I know. That's gonna be it's just so like if if Ricky Stewart like Todd Payton, right? Like Todd Payton had a plan for how we wanted to use Malolo, how we wanted to use Ruben Kodar and how we want to drink water to play, right? Like he had a plan. This is what I want to do. Mm. He was having trouble implementing that plan. Mm. That plan seems to be definitely on its way to being implemented and and, and being there. Mm. But it's like, it's easy to back when someone has a vision. Ricky Stewart doesn't seem to have a vision. He just is doing shit. Yeah. He's just making decisions and then he's not like, there's no overall, like this is what we want. He's just reacting on like, oh, well, last week Xavier came off his left instead of came off his right. So we got thrown out of bounds. So mm. I'm going to put him on the wing and Chance and like, like, it just, it doesn't seem like he's like, all right, cool. Chance doesn't have the confidence. I'll put X at the back and Chance can work his way back into first grade, maybe play center. Mm. Like there's no, this doesn't seem to be a plan and I'm okay. If you sh- it's like the same thing with the Tigers. Like if you're going to be shit, at least have a plan. Like neither of yeah. them really have like plans. Be hopeful. Yeah, exactly. We can't, uh, ship, you can't have hopeful. some hopium, then it's uh, no use. No use at all. All right, well, let's push on to the other game that we were at, the Good Friday game, Panthers-Broncos. Good seats. We had the good seats, and the Broncos got a good hiding. Um, mm. I think I think they were more competitive than what forty to twelve suggests. Um, I and think you so too. saw a couple of good signs, especially without Payne Haas. Um, I forgot 
until like maybe 15 minutes into the game that he was serving that one game suspension. Um, but it's still still danger signs in, in Bronktown because they're probably the best Queensland team on paper and they're the worst Queensland team right now. Yeah, and I mean like with the score being what it is, it helps that Cleary kicks every fucking goal. It was yeah. six from seven, and it's like they put three tries on in eight in in seven minutes. Like Staines went over in the fifty first, May in the fifty fourth, and Martin in the fifty eighth. Like yeah, there's yeah, like most other teams probably score one, maybe two. There, Penrith go fuck you. We're putting on three. Fuck you um, with the prints. we had the prints no more. Yeah, and Tessie New scored early in the tenth, and it was nobody ever felt like well, Broncos might get this. It was kind of like, okay, cool. Now they're just going to have to chase down six. Yeah. <laughs> and they did pretty easily. Like they did, they did 10 minutes later through Luai, um, mm. just before the half in big Scotty Sorensen, big try for the boy. And then Massive. the second half, they, they put on fucking five tries in the second half. Like mm. that's what they do to teams too, Penrith. I, I, I didn't think we'd really have a lot to talk about with this game, but I mean, the fringe guys for Penrith look so red hot. They do. Like yeah, they really Scotty do. Scotty Sorensen. Le- I mean, Liam Martin calling him a fringe guy is a bit tough. He's played Origin. But like Spencer Linu, mm. these young outside backs, like fucking it's, hell. Like, there's something throbbing and sexual about getting the same production of out of all 17 guys. Yeah, like the worst, the worst starter they have is probably Charlie Staines. Yeah. And he's like – And even a, he scored. And he's like a, looked and dominant. He's, he scored and he's just a bog average winger. Yeah, like he—he's the if he's the worst guy and he's starting, like there'd be a few teams who'd go, yeah, we'll take Staines. He knows how to finish. He's okay under a high ball, and he's—he mm. kind of runs pretty hard back when he when he returns the ball. Um, the Eels could use him right now. The, mate, the Eels could fucking yeah, maybe we'll put him inside sleeper agent in. Yeah, <laughs> they're running out of centers. They're running out of wingers, bro. Like Ryan Bryce Cartwright might get a fucking run on the wing. Actually, Bryce Cartwright would not because he does not make the team because Jake Arthur gets selected above yes, Bryce Cartwright. He as he has again this week, and we will touch on it. Shenanigans. Absolute shenanigans. No, he's fucking playing. Mm, all right, let's 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 push on. Um, another game that I just want to sprinkle on a little bit, the Roosters-Warriors. Uh, great competitive game from the Warriors. Too many 50-50 calls went the Roosters' way. I don't... I don't think they were 50-50. I think they were clearly incorrect calls. Yeah, I don't like... Bad mouthing the refs a lot. I like bad mouthing the refs. Don't get me wrong, but I don't like doing it a lot. But I just think that they they fucked up a lot of the calls this weekend in this game, particularly um, the yeah the the Teddy not going to the bin, the Adam Pompey trying to get his leg over Reese Walsh after completing the tackle and incidentally kicking the ball while he wasn't even looking at the ball or anything. Yeah, like that was yeah. not, yeah, that was a fucking joke as it was. Uh, it was. There was just, there were too many things that was like, bruh, are you serious? Like, and then there was this? even the Tedesco tackle at the, at the start that, that should have had Tedesco bins. Like, yeah, this is what I'm talking about. Like there was just, there were yeah, too many, there, there were too many things. Yeah, like, it was, it was a, it was appalling. And I was like, at some point you're like, cool. The 50, and it was just that they went back to back. Like Pompey with the leg thing was ridiculous, especially earlier before there was a tag. There was like two sets before when the Warriors had the ball. I can't, I cannot remember the Warriors player. It was pretty similar where there was a hand in the ruck and they said it was stupid where the original call went up as a strip. Sorry. Yeah. The original call went up as a knock on. 
the Warriors challenged. It was clearly a strip. Like, it was a strip. Everybody that saw it knew it was a strip. I was yeah, watching had a hand on the ball, pushed down. Like, I was watching multiple people that, like, his hand is in the ball there, like, ripping it out, and then they called yeah. it a loose carry, and then yeah. two sets later that happens. It's like, like, even if it's not, like, some grand conspiracy, it looks it's probably not, because if it is a grand conspiracy, it sucks because everyone could see it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it's it's just, it's not a good look. Like, especially like, and, and it couldn't have happened for like a team like the Roosters, who it's like, who are quote unquote, like the darlings of, of the mm. NRL. It's, yep. it's, yeah, it's a bit fucked. And I don't know. I don't know. It, is what it, is. it may, it, it is. may not have resulted in a Warriors win, but the back to back to back to back to back to back, it's just, it's, it definitely it's didn't tough. help. And this was a close game. This yeah. is eight. There's eight points in it. Like yeah, a couple Warriors of things go. And beautiful. it was a try that got denied as well. Um, mm. at one point, but it was just, I don't know. I don't know. It just was tough. I feel bad for the Warriors here. Like they showed up, they played well. They're starting to put some good combinations together. Like Walsh is really hitting his straps. Mm. Sean Johnson looks good. Chanel Harris defeated with some form. Their forwards always dangerous. Like DWZ looks good back. Fuck. He's got a good haircut. Yeah. Yeah. He does. Um, yeah. It looks like he should be skiing in the eighties or something. I don't know. But mm. he, um, yeah, they, they look, some speed dealers. Yeah, they look good, but the Warriors just – sorry, the Roosters somehow fumbled their way to a win and they still don't look convincing. Mm, but that's the difference between, like, good and great sides, you know? Yeah, like, they can fact- still – they, they can fumble to those wins. And exactly, it, and it, exactly. And it works yeah. in their favour, whether they paid the refs or not. All right, well, <laughs> pushing on to what are neither good nor great sides, uh, Dragons Knights, entertaining as fuck. It was beautiful to see um, Kalen Ponga out there – just carving the dragons up. Now now he's on the Caelan Punga fan train because he's got him in fantasy. This is uh, oh, this a little bit rich. Bruh, 102 in fantasy. Thank you very much. I was on the Caelan Punga. I've always been on the Caelan Punga fan train, but it was it was just really good to see it uh, dropping off Connor after those choice, choice words that he put on our Instagram at Fifth and Dribble. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was – this was this was a fun game, and it was good to see the Dragons' young guys in in uh, Sua and Suli and all Fae, the Fay guys. Well, looked good too. Fay guy looked good. Like all their brethren's looking really, really good. And then Ben Hunt just came in and like was the icing on the cake. Threw a couple of timely passes, kicked that field goal. Like it He's was having a fantastic year, Ben Hunt. Like a really, really good year. He is having a good year, but. Uh, I don't want to take that away from what a good game it was from the Knights. Um, I think that, yeah, I think the Knights played really, really well. And I like the signs that I'm seeing. Obviously, with Clem coming, Clem first week back, uh, Edric Lee coming back. Um, it's, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff happening. And I think with the MILF coming to town, like Anthony Milford is a better seven than what. Adam Clune's going to give you. I'm sorry, Adam Clune's a good player. He is, but Milf is a better half than what. I think he's different. I think he's different. I think depends what Milf you get. Milf, when he was looking really bad there at the Broncos, I don't think gives you anything more than what Clune gives you. Yeah, but that's, but you that's to- Milf wanting to get out of a situation. Milf yeah, is but clearly yeah. wanting to play himself into a contract and, now. And let's and let's hope that's the way. And I mean, whether they play, they go back to Clifford having a seven on his back and Milf in the six. Mm. Which same thing. It doesn't really fucking matter. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah. Clifford's going to do a lot of the organizing and, and run still and, and Milford mm. can just run and do whatever. But even Milf as a 14 over Crossland would be all right. Yeah. I don't mind that. Crossland's okay. He doesn't give you a lot. I'm, I've never been a big fan of carrying a half as your 14. Yeah. It's just, I'd rather carry it. I'd almost rather carry an outside back. Um, yeah. But the Milf there, they, they looked good. The Knights, 
um, at times. Unlucky to unlucky not to win, but that's if the Knights are serious, this is a game they need to win. Yeah. Like, like yeah. best played well. As you said, Clem played great. Frizzell, a little bit of a, re- a revenge game, but no one else really lifted. Like Gagai was okay. Um, yeah, I don't really know what to say. It was, the, it, was the, it was the Ponga show. And if he gets like maybe two supporting cast members, they come away with this win, I think. Yeah, it's just, it was just a very like Knights, um, like a very Knights win. I don't know how I felt about Dan Safidi coming off the bench for Jacob Safidi. That was weird. They both only played about 40 minutes. Like mm. these guys, the international front row was let, let them fucking bang. Like, Mm-mm. but it is, I think it's just weird. We had two games in a row with a winning score of 21. The rare five-point win for the Dragons. Yeah, very rare five-point win. All right, let's push on to the toilet bowl. That is the Parramatta Eels losing to the Western Australia Tigers, 21 to 20 on a 38-meter bomb from Jackson Hastings, who was literally just everywhere, him being a live wire and an absolute spark plug to that entire side and getting them running all the right sets and, like, actually being an active voice out there on the field shows so much difference and pays so many dividends it's not even funny it was it was a shit game but it was a good game you know what i mean yeah he was really active um he was always calling for the ball he just gave him some direction like rather than having some confused forward look at brooks and ask him where to go and brooks not give mm. him anything like like hastings was yelling telling guys where to go getting him in position he kicked that he kicked that um, try assist to Nofaluma. Which oh, that was point. sexual. It was like the Reese one in the Warriors He game. just looked – he's just fearless. Like Luke Brooks just looks so scared of making a mistake out there. Yeah. He just looks – and, like, that's what makes Dewey so, – that's why Dewey looks so good when he's out there too because he's like, fuck it. Like, if I throw this ball and it doesn't go where I want it to go, it's not the end of the world. Like, that's how he's – yeah. But if I throw it and I hit it, it's a fucking try. Yeah, exactly. Whereas, whereas Brooks is like, I'm not doing that. I'm not – he's like, I'll just die with the ball or yeah. a little dumb. But, like, he doesn't do that and it's like you. It, that's why they look at tight. Like this is the first time the attack actually looked like it had had some bite to it. Mm. Like the last couple of weeks without Hastings, the Tigers just look like insipid, just like just boring. Trash. Just hit yeah, up, hit up, hit up. Trash. Like, one one Star- out stuff. Like they look like the Cowboys last year. Yeah, and Stafford Toa looked really good too. I liked him. Mm. I think he was really good in the centers there. He's been named again. Um, he's pretty elusive and hard to tackle. As we said, Noffa with two. Dane Laurie, lots of little stuff. Yeah, lots of the 1% stuff that doesn't yeah. show up on the stat sheet yeah. or, or in fantasy points. But he he himself had a really good game. Getting under the skin of Gutho and stuff like that. I love that, that. also that also and helps. He copped it in the um he did well in the pre in the post game as well when they spoke to him about it. And they tried mm. to bait him into it a little bit. And he was like, they asked him what what they said to each other. He's like, nah, 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 I can't do that. Leave it all on the field. He's like, mm. I was just having a good time, but he got one back on me. So um that was good good to see from him. I've been a bit critical of Dane Laurie. I like that he that, that he was aggressive. That's what I like. Go get involved. Mm. He's good. Mm. He's got a lot of skill. He just hangs around the back a lot of the time. Yeah, a bit like Callum Pong. Just go seek the ball. Yeah, just go look for the ball. Like, especially on this team where it's like you don't really have much going on. Like Hastings will give you the ball, he'll find you. Chasing the kicks, and, and Dane always said that was a um that was a big part of their game plan going in to have him mm. chase the kicks and kind yeah. of artificially insert himself there. And that yeah. definitely worked. Like he was the first down on every kick. And if he wasn't hitting the ball carrier, um, he was at least slowing him up so someone mm. else could hit him. And I mean, yeah. we saw that a few times. Luch was great at chasing as he always was, and he fucking dragged a, a full-grown human like 15 meters to score that try. Oh my goodness, this stretch in that jersey. 
Holy crap. That's Hang an on. ad for those jerseys, isn't it? Like that is unbelievable. Yeah. I think it was Tommy O hanging on for a dear life. And then Gutherson was trying to come over and hang on as well, but just couldn't get his fingertips to it. And then Luch, boom, down. Tommy O is not like a small dude either. No, nah, he's, he's not. not like this little 18 year old winger. Like he's a solid dude. He's a yeah. man. Like he's a, yeah. he just got like Luch was just running like a sled. And I mean, yeah. that just shows what Luch can do, doesn't it? Like just his raw, just Bring that shit to North Queensland, and I think he will. I think he'll be great next year. And as we we uh we joked about it last week that he's going to be wanting an early release, and mm. two days later that since. report came out. So we'll mm. see. I, so I I'm not going to be... say I'm the prophet and have called two in a row, but I have <laughs> with that and came upon us signing a five year deal. So mm, I'll, they, I'll let you have them, but um, yeah, they they did look good out there. Um, but I think this is probably the highlight of their season. Yeah, probably. Probably, especially coming up against the South this week. So, speaking of, let's get into the previews. Also, Rip Yo. Jake Simpkin. Yeah, Rip Jake Simpkin. Played, he's named again this week. I'm I'm not confident at all that he plays. No. But, um, yeah, was he played here to get golf buggied off. Yeah, he was on the green whistle in the crutches. He looked really good, though. Um, I like him as the starting hooker or, or if he mm. comes off the bench if Brooks is there. But, I mean, it's, yeah, it, yeah. Rip to him. Hate to see it. Hate to see it indeed. All right, let's tickle over the previews. Uh, we've got the Battle of the Beaches on tonight. Sharks v Manly. Anything massive you want to talk about here outside of Morgan Harper being named straight away, even after the good game from Stubby Cooler? Not really. I thought Des would do that. It's a Des thing to do, isn't it? Like Des sticks with his guys. Mm, I was um, hoping that he would like spark a little bit of intrigue between them and keep cooler there and just say to Morgs, all right, well, once he has a bad week, you're in. And then you've got to hold your spot and then vice versa. Yeah. I kind of, yeah, I do get it, but I kind of want like, I don't mind my guys having a little bit of certainty with that. They're playing. Like, you don't, you don't want Harper worried every time he touches the ball and just like kind of going to ground and, and not doing anything too creative Mm. Um, is what it is. Like if he continues, if he has another bad game or two, I can see cooler getting another shout. Um, yep. And maybe he'll – is he named in the – um, yeah, he, he's named as 19th man. Like, he still might play. Yeah. This could be some dead shenanigans, and that would be some lame, be. like – it's like what Trent Robinson does where he thinks he's, like, a genius because he swaps his nine and his 14 an hour before the game. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, they'll never see this coming. It's like, yeah, bro, you named two hookers. Hey, Drew Hutchinson, jump in, bro. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, oh, they'll never suspect that. I did it two oh, weeks ago. but How I didn't can do I it game plan week. for Drew Hutchinson? Oh, my God. No respect. Oh, no my disrespect. God. Like, no disrespect Connor Hutchinson. Watson has a little bit more speed. <laughs> um, but, I mean, this will be a great game. Talakai might kill Morgan Harper. He might. Like, like he might actually just eat. And then continue to run and score on Morgan Harper. <laughs> I'm I'm worried for Morgan Harper's life. Maybe that's why Cooler's not playing. Maybe. Maybe Possibly. he did, maybe he looked and went, Yeah, that truck is not getting stopped. Like, However, Cooler did make nine one on one tackles. He did. He's deceptively pretty good in defense a, for in, someone who's hmm. literally known for being quick. Yeah, exactly. Um, too bad so, Saab is not like that. He is a thick brethren, Stubby Cooler. He, yeah, he is. Yeah. He's you a don't normally brethren. see the thick and fast guy. Mm. Yeah, thick just me fast. usually. Just me. Just, uh, maybe extra thick, but yeah. Thick yeah. <laughs> I mean, this this is going to be a real barometer for these two teams. Mm. Mm. This is going to be if Sharks are top, are legitimately a top five team. 
then they, they need have to win this. this. Yeah. And I think if Manly want to prove, especially without they, the Sharks, have to win this. Yeah, if if Manly want to prove that they're a legit title contender, then yeah, they have to win this. So yeah, and it's at Cronulla, so I think I, I'm gonna tip the Sharks. I mean, we'll chuck our tips up on Insta as well. Um, yep, uh, we'll do that. And yeah, I think the Sharks probably get this. It's at Cronulla. They look good. They're gonna want to bounce back after after a loss. Mm-hmm. And I think Manly are kind of been skating by a little bit. Yeah. I don't think I've had the toughest of challenges. No, I don't think so either. Um, I think this forward pack of the Sharks are just going to like just dominate them. Yeah. Yes. It, I would be scared to be an eagle right now. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Bronx Doggies Friday footy tip off. Where are you going and do you have any words on this? Before COVID, I was actually going to tip the dogs. I think. Yeah, you and me both. But really, yeah, I was gonna, yeah. Go, I was gonna go doggies, but I just I think, think there's too much turmoil in the uh, in the camp. So do I, and it's at SunCorp. Like you look at this team list. It's we touched the seven dudes without photos in this. Yeah, like yeah. some real like some guy named Jacob Caraz is playing center. Like I don't know who that dude is. Jason Maraz's um, long lost cousin. Could be, mate. Maybe he's out there fucking playing the banjo. I don't know. <laughs> that's what Mraz did, didn't he? Uh, the ukulele. Ukulele, that's it. Yeah. It's like, that's like a white people banjo. Right. <laughs> um, Corey Waddell as well is starting back rower. That doesn't fill me with confidence. Like, it's his team is really tough. Like, in their reserves, I don't know any of these dudes besides Josh Cook, who apparently is a gun number nine. Yeah, right. Um, so I wouldn't mind seeing him get around. Any relation to Damien? No, apparently not. Another dog's hooker named Cook. That's uh, what are the odds? Probably not crazy, but um, yeah. You're going to go Bronx? I think I'll go Bronx. I think they're just too. (laughs) I think that I think that Reynolds is too experienced, and with Payne Hart's coming back, he's going to come and rip a hole in the Bulldogs. Oh, I can't wait! I love my one of my favorite matchups of the year is TPJ versus Payne Haas. Yep. That's one of the because they're they're they mates, obviously, played together for a long time. And fuck, they just love to hurt it each other. It still blows my mind that Haas, Fafita, and TPJ were all in the yeah, same team. They were all in the same Bruh. forward pack. <laughs> what? That's oh. and that wasn't a good forward pack. Yeah. I just, yeah. Anyway, anyway, let's not get bogged down into it. Um, okay, so the two Queensland little brothers kick off after that. We've got Cowboys v Titans. Bruh, come on. It's got to be the cows, right? This is tight in the odds. It's got to be the cows. I think the cows are not the favorites. I think it's 185 to 195 last I checked. Cows are the favorites. Oh, cows are the favorites. Okay. Nice. This Titans team is just impossible to get a read on. Yep. It's good. impossible. So up the cats. Nah, fuck it. I'm gonna go Titans. I think they're due for one. Oh, I think they're due for yeah. one. I think that I think they'll lull the they'll lull the cows back in. And it's also I think the Raiders. I think the Raiders are due for one against Penrith as well on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. you go for that one, Brian. You are, but also, it unfortunately for the Cowboys, it is at their cursed Queensland Country Bank Stadium. It's not cursed. What are you mm, talking I about? I think it's a little bit cursed, but it is what it is. I'm, I'm much bit. more scared of the Cowboys away than I am at Cowboys home. Wow. Okay. All right. Next game, Tiger South. Not much to talk about. South are gonna South M- thirty plus. 30, Tiger, Tigers are only four dollar outsiders. Yeah, they should be white. Like, oh, I don't know how the South team keeps winning. Yeah, 
Like, look at, like, I'm looking at the lineup now and it's like, yeah, there's some skill with, like, Kaloma Tungi, Arrow, Murray, Cook, Walker, Campbell Graham. Their entire team, basically, you just named. Yeah, but, like, the guys that aren't good aren't good. Like, Tane, <laughs> like, Tane Milne, Mansour, as much as we both are fans of Ilias, um, mm. and then Tavita Totola, Hame Selly. Like, it's, do you know what I mean? Like, this team just keeps winning when it really shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll agree. see. Big, ta- big test for Blake Taff at fullback. And if he strings together some good games, they're going to have some selection headaches moving forward. Yeah, for sure. They whether definitely he, will. Whether they put Latrell in there at centre and Milne. I've, I've been calling for that too. Like, I, I would love to see Latrell. I have seen that. I've, I've seen that a bit. And and even la- like, there was a, I heard a few whispers of it last year when Taff played really well in the finals. Mm. Um, but obviously, they were never probably going to start the season that way. It just, I think it, it's going to depend on what Latrell wants to do. Yeah. yeah. I think if he wants to play center and he's open to it, he'll, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't think he'll be open to it though. He wants I think to play you to do back. it for the sake of winning, but like if, if you want to have your best 13 out there, then Blake Tuff needs to be out there. I think I agree. I think you'd be more like, like before the season, I would have said you're more likely to probably see Latrell in the sixth than you are the centers. Hmm. That, that's a, that's he said himself. That's ultimately where he wants to go. Mm. I think playing with Cody Walker makes that pretty fucking hard. But maybe that's maybe that's their that's their plan, right? Either Taff or Latrell at six, the partner Ilias and the other one at fullback. Mm. But this yeah. this Tigers team is is we unchanged. Shall we um, shall. The see. number nine is obviously yeah uh, is is obviously a question. Big question marks. Big question marks. All right. Well, Knights Power. After this Knights performance, maybe a coin flip? I think the Knights could get this. No, nah, Parrot's got this. Oh, right, I'm a zag. I'm zagging then. I'm a zag. Knights. I'm <laughs> taking the Knights in this one. It's got no merit whatsoever, but I just think that, uh, you know, Kalen is going to be more comfortable now. Um, I think the loss to the Tigers is going to rock the Eels, and you're going to see either them lose this week or next week through the after effects of it. So... Well, Clune's back, so I actually don't mind that over Crossland. Um, I just think the Eels are going to be too good. Like, their back five is named Hayes Perham's back, so they've got an actual guy who plays wing on the wing. Yep. That's nice for him. Penis Boy and Tommy O there in the centres. It's it's a pretty full-strength team, really, besides probably a reshuffle of those back guys. Mm. Um, but Jake Arthur in the 17. God, that would piss you off. If it wasn't so funny. Yeah. Just blatant disregard. I don't understand. The, like Bryce Nepotism. Cartwright's there. Like, I don't understand. Like he had, he played Mitch. Do you remember how last week when the game against the Tigers, when the game was getting hot, we were like, where the fuck is Reed Marnie? Yeah. He subbed he off for on Mitch Rain. Like 90 seconds. Like what is happening? Reed yeah. Marnie is, oh, it's fucking stupid. They disrespect Reed. And like, I was critical of Reed Marnie. I think they probably win if he doesn't fuck around in the ruck there and just gets mm. the ball to Moses quick. And that's two losses they've got because he just get the ball to Moses and so kick the goddamn ball. Yeah. But I mean, he's one he's of your top, the top three, three guys. Nine. He's one yeah. of your top three guys. Like fucking get him out there. I don't. Yeah. He's, he's, like, a, he's like a top three or four nine in the league. Yeah, I know. I know. Out on the field. And Jake Arthur is just, 
a fucking handbrake. What's he going to do? Like, mm-hmm. are you going to lose a winger and you shove him in the centers and Penasini <laughs> back out to the wing? Like, handbrakes. I don't get it. Put fucking cart, just put Cartwright in there. Fuck it. Like, he does some cool shit. Yeah, his defense isn't great, but it's like, is Jay Garthers really that much better? No. Really not. I, um, really, I think Knight, really I think um, Knights go down 13 on this at least. I think he's 13 plus. Well, I got Knights 1 to 12. All right. Riff Raiders. Uh, Riff. What twenty four plus? Yeah, it's at it's at Penrith two actually on the Sunday Arvo. Tough. Um, Penrith remain unchanged and dangerous. Unchanged, undefeated. Un- yeah, still no Toto back and Danger. still no Leota. But I mean, Canberra lines up weird, and we touched on it earlier. Like the fear bonus back there at fullback. Xavier Savage is on the wing. And Chance Nickel Cook start is in there at 14. But Harry Rushton gets a start at 15. Watch young Harry Rushton, back rower. He's um he's meant to be up and coming. It's good to see mm. him get a shout, but it's such a strange team. Like, I don't know. I don't I, I don't know what the plan is for Cookstar to come on and do. Yeah. Like what, like what can it what can he do really? He's like, unless he comes on and plays fullback and Rapana goes to wing. And then Savage is like around the rock and, and playing mm. that old school pap role. It just I don't seems know. question marks seems, all around, man. And they're gonna be on they're gonna be on the back foot hard after Penrith too. Mm. Yeah, no, yeah, no, Penrith twenty four plus, I reckon. Um Dragons or Roosters. Roosters thirteen plus. Is there much to really talk about here? I mean as we said, Hutchinson is is playing that Mitch Orbison like ultimate utility role. He's able to fill whatever hole you need him to fill. Uh, Dragons young guys look good last week, but I mean, not coming up against a Roosters side that um, not only battled with the Warriors, but as you said, scraped by and didn't look good. Like Robbo's going to whip him into shape. They're going to be good and pumping on all cylinders for the Dragons. I think, yeah, Roosters 13 plus. Anzac Day game as well. Yeah. No one likes to lose on Anzac Day. The Anzac Day game is the big thing. I think they'll be up for it. Yeah. This might be the this might be where we start. There'll be a point in the season where they turn the Roosters. Yeah. And they don't look back and you kind of go, well, those first five weeks or those first eight weeks were kind of weird, weren't they? Where the Roosters like weren't amazing. Yeah. This might be this might be the game. We might go post Anzac Day, they're fucking lost one game all year. Yeah, possibly. And, and they seem to have found their rotation, like Drew Hutchinson and and um, Connor Watson probably swap once Connor Watson's back from his Darren Lockyer injury. Yeah. Uh, but the, the Dragons team is just kind of strange. Like um, Amon's still at 14. I'm not a fan of. Jack Bird needs to fuck off out of six. I'm not a fan. He's not of a six. six. He's not. He's a six. not a six. I mean, you need to get Empire out of there at one. It's just strange. Like play the young guys. They've looked good. They're gonna get. They, they'll get towed up. I think they're gonna get easily towed up. Yeah, they will for sure. For they're sure. further outside favorites than the Tigers are. They're paying for fifty. Wow, that's saying something. And I think that'll. I think that'll blow out as well. Yeah, probably. Probably. All right. Last game of the docket: Storm versus the Was. What? Uh, how much do you see the Storm winning by this game? Yeah, another blowout. This might be a blowout weekend. I think there's at least four games here that are gonna that I don't think are gonna be very fun to watch. Yeah. Um. This will be one of them. By this time on Anzac Day, we'll probably be pretty pissed, so it won't matter who's playing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it blurs on a screen. Yeah, we. Sp- 
truth a lot, we didn't actually really watch much of the uh, Storm game this week. I've no. watched the highlights since and and the stuff on KO and and um, I mean on a nondescript sports streaming site because there are no free shout outs here. No, there are no free shout outs. Uh, no free shout outs. If you want to be shouted we, out, let us know. Yeah, just let us know. We'll shout you out like that, except with the no redaction. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but apparently they played really well. Um, they're going to touch up the Warriors too. But the Warriors do get up for Anzac Day. They do. I remember one year, it might have been 08 when I was a kid. The, the Storm looked unbeatable all year, but the fucking Warriors beat them like 10 12 or something, like 10 8. Um, they It'll do get up. Yeah, I don't think these guys, these Warriors have the grind in them, no. It's going to be a great battle with Adam Fanil Blake against his forward pack, though. Yeah. Yeah. The, if not the informed prop, a top three prop in the league. For sure. For sure. Yeah, and as is, we always say, there's something to, there's something doing when you're the scariest guy on the field. Yeah. And I mean, like Nelson and the Bromwiches aren't scared of much, but I think if they had to look twice at someone, it's probably AFB. Yeah. And yeah, for sure. He'll be the skipper running out again. I, I think the Storm 13 plus, and they're actually the shortest odds the Storm to win. All right. They're paying a dollar ten. They are shorter than the Panthers. Wow. Okay yeah. then. That's pretty crazy. Alrighty. Well, I think uh, natural course has been run, bro. Yeah. I think, I think so. we're good. I think we're there. Previews are in. Reviews are in. Team of the week's in. Tick 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 tick. Fantasy's been done. Do you have anything else that you want to talk about, my guy, before we venture on to Nine Land? No, um, I am all good. Just um, shout out to the users. Shout out to the cover. Um, oh, Grace at the, the end s- of dinner as well. Yes, Lovely. of course. Double Grace. Um, check out them to see the heating up NBL and NBA playoffs. There's yes. some stuff on there if that tickles your fancy. Very good. And if you like words of the reading persuasion as well instead of the hearing persuasion there's a couple of good nrl articles up there posted up there i think it's weekly yeah i believe I think they weekly. kind of go up weekly so check out weekly we shouted it out last pod but we'll shout it out again um so check out that and then check out us at the fifth and dribble wherever you check shit out yep just google us bro you know you know the drill by now <laughs> you know the drill shout out to texas brethren Always shout out to you. Fucking, always. You, that, don't, you don't miss any. Yeah, Texas you are brethren. you are always a shout out. That, that we, have a, we got a new German brethren as well. Shout out to you. So, you know, we're, Mr. Worldwide, people ain't got nothing on me. All right, we bold, we bold brethren out here. We got to sort it, all right? All right, guys, we will catch you on Tuesday. Have a great weekend. Have a great long weekend. Enjoy your Anzac Day. Lest we forget, a River Dutch. See you in the next one.